Hi guys, welcome to yet another episode of the podcast. I am that woman, the business story. I'm so happy with the support that you've been giving us throughout the times and I must say thank you, thank you so much for sharing, for subscribing, for liking, for all the comments and feedback. We are getting better by each segment and I am so excited to be bringing you somebody I respect so much that is Kudzai Makaza, a 25-year-old female entrepreneur from Zimbabwe who processes um, bananas as well as babobab. She makes very good products that I'm going to allow her to take over and just discuss and tell us what exactly she does. I promise you're going to enjoy this episode and as usual, don't forget to subscribe, to share, to uh, feedback and let's meet on our social media platforms and let the conversation going. Could I take it over? Hi, Sympathy. Thank you very much for having me over on your podcast. Thank you very much for inviting me. I'm very honored and very glad to be given this uh, opportunity to come and share my story. Um, so I'll be taking over now to share uh, my story about artisanal foods and you know some of the financial challenges that we face. But I'll start off um, with talking about how artisanal foods was born so artisanal foods is a company that is based in zimbabwe it's a food manufacturing company that is primarily into the value addition of locally sourced raw materials uh, now the passion i think sometimes you're you're born with the passion to start a business however there are certain things that fall in place to activate um, that passion into something more tangible so this passion for me started during my internship at Kefalos during my third year uh, I was doing a degree in food processing technology with the Harare Institute of Technology and so I got the opportunity to do my um, one-year internship at Kefalos and so being there the, the management was very enabling where you were part of the creative process you could share your ideas you you point out where you think there could be improvements you point out where you appreciated something that you didn't learn and you're given a week to just inter um a, a time once a week to just interact with the factory manager and point out all these things and so being a part of that you know it became very crystal clear for me that i would really love to make my mark in the in the food industry and so what happened now was that when after the completion of my internship I went back to speak to my friends and tell them, you know, guys, I've been thinking that we need to do something. And so we came to this idea that we wanted to make citric acid from using bananas and a microorganism called Aspergillus niche. But what then happened is that we bumped into a feasibility study that was done by the Japanese embassy in Zimbabwe. And at the very end, it concluded that this this uh, project was not feasible in Zimbabwe because of a number of aspects, um, global aspects where China was the leading manufacturer and it, ultimately they would produce it at a cheaper price per kg anyway. 
but then we continued to work with bananas and you know after we graduated people change commitments change um and then you know i financed the idea to come up with green banana flower and ultimately or initially um the plan was to have an alternative to starch because uh, green bananas in themselves are 70 to 80 percent starch have 70 to 80 percent starch i mean and so we wanted to have an alternative to starch to which is used in thickening of soups in thickening of tomato sauces uh, thickening of juices throughout the food industry um and yeah we have worked since since i was 23 right now i'm 25 um until what it is today um we have gone as a, as a business we've gone we've participated in a number of programs that have shaped us we've won best young entrepreneur i've won best young entrepreneur um in the 2020 ilo green enterprise competition and also the our business was part of the top 24 go getters africa agripreneurship prize competition so we were the only uh, zimbabwean semi-finalist business in this year's go getters and we're so happy to be um, where we are today and also to be part of the a great initiative by uh netherlands embassy he votes and zim trade where they are help, helping to capacitate us for the export market wow that is absolutely absolutely impressive kudzai and um, your journey has been um, a very long one, but it's showing that you've been very, very resilient and you didn't even look at your age. You just learned every day. So do you have any partnerships? Because I understand you need raw materials for um, your products. So do you have any partnerships that you have locally, like with producers? Uh, basically, the idea now has evolved to a point where we're now working with farmers in Honde Valley and we have such a wonderful partnership where they supply us with bananas on a contractual basis and some have even started um, solid drying on their end, um, giving us additional supply of green banana flour. Um, and so we're looking to grow we are excited we are looking to export we've won um the best young entrepreneur award from green enterprise in february of 2020 we've also participated in a number of programs uh, this year we were also the only zimbabwean semi-finalists in the africa Getters competition for the agripreneurship award and so we are dreaming big um, however we understand that you know a journey of a thousand miles begins by putting on your shoes and 
with that being said there we have not been short of challenges as a business um from partnerships from raising funds and even from marketing so it's a continuous improvement on how to better execute the business and you have to continually being willing to learn be have a teachable spirit um being willing to open up to others and also learn from what they're saying and generally just engage with other people lot of problems that I've found um, when you are a, a new entrepreneur and you raised a very pertinent issue of funding can you please explain so much I remember reading around about problems that okay whereby um, young entrepreneurs are duped by people they seemingly trust because they look at them as role models these are people that promise them the world and then take over their businesses um, such that you end up losing your autonomy you end up losing your funds you end up losing your actual vision of whatever you set out to do what was your experience could i with these so-called partners i call them vouchers really because ah this is really wrong what they do so what's your experience and then what can you advise other upcoming entrepreneurs um that are going to face things like watch you first so that they know how to react and how to respond and how to look at um, opportunities and sift to see if they are real opportunities However, out of all the challenges that we faced, the biggest for me um, was a partnership where an investor who is older comes in promising funds um, and then they sort of take control of the ship. They start to tell you what to do, whether the business is going changes, you slow down in your production, you kind of um, your relations with the farmers that you work with are shaken so that's that's what happened to us so we at, at um, a program a training that we were doing as a business called firm biobiz which was done by national biotechnology authority as well as uh, nepads and bio um, we made it to the finals and so when we were pitching the finals in Zimbabwe so as on the pitching day uh, there was a, some investors who came and informed National Biotechnology Authority that they would like to invest and so you know upon getting your initial first offer of um, an amount that you wouldn't have imagined that you would raise you become very naive and this is a problem that is faced by a lot of entrepreneurs so when i started to open up about my story as well i started to hear even worse stories that uh even 
that make you cringe rather of people who, whose ideas were stolen or people who were taken advantage of people who were sexually assaulted in the name of getting funding so what then happened is um, we discussed with the investor and they had asked that they would like um, half a shareholder that is 50% shareholding in exchange for the money that they were offering which was 10,000 US dollars which I now realize that is not is not any amount that you should be giving anyone fifty percent of your company for. Um, however, as time passed and I realized that I was losing myself, in that I felt that I had no voice anymore. I was I was feeling more and more like an employee uh, rather than the managing director where you're told what to do and then you do it, or you're told to stop production and you stop, or you're told. Um, basically to jump in, to jump how high because we put so much value in money um, and the general the general saying out there is that you know, an idea is, is just an idea without money but I've come to realize that organic growth is important you should do what you can with the very little money that you can until you make a name for yourself and until you can also speak up because the tendency to get an investor who's older than you you tend to see them as if they know better you tend to leave them do what they like because you assume that they are they've they've been through it and they know but the whole there's they, they you can't take away the spirit of the person who initially holds the vision that is very important so it's very important for young entrepreneurs to be taught on soft skills soft skills like confidence like negotiation and these are not necessarily things that we were taught um, during our various degree programs or in high school or whichever level of education that you are at especially from an African culture perspective where you know a child is supposed to be seen and not heard and being at 25 myself and having started this at 23 um the main focus would have been the idea rather than developing myself as a person um and of course i've taken strides and i have a, a, a fantastic mentor who has helped with some of these skills because i'm i'm definitely you know not the same person i was a few years ago i was a bit more shy i was a bit more less willing to put myself out there a bit more willing to less willing to to talk to people uh, and that's improved because of the the, the direct effort that i have put into personal development but then there is still room for way more where you need to be able to talk where you need to be able to stand up for yourself where you need to be able to negotiate where you need to be able to just put yourself out there um and also not consider age because business is not it's not a family thing you don't need to consider someone's age when bringing out ideas so you need to be very bold and things need to make sense generally so you know there was kind of a shyness where you leave them do what they do so anyway um fast forward to a time back after i realized that this is not what i want um i told the investor that this is not what i want um 
that I felt that we were dragging the progress that I was making before funding and they hardly put in funding that we had agreed on. So the progress that we make, that I was making before funding has actually been drawn back even more than after I got um, the new partnership. And so, you know, they told me that it's okay. But I then realized that the, the intention that they had was to steal the idea and also do the idea for themselves because then they had this financial muscle. Um, and so, you know, it came as a shock that one would, would be that would lack so much integrity and steal idea from a 25-year-old you know they, they were meant to mentor but they put you one pretends to want to invest um only to want to copy the idea <clears throat> and so you know i've come to appreciate partnerships that are that are less involving on money so when people come to, like the partnerships that i have with the farmers um the partnerships that i have with various companies even with you sympathy where we just share ideas um, are very very different they when you come together for something way more than money when you come together for the purposes of co-creation and money is not involved often there's passion there's shared values but um, I've come to appreciate a values-based approach when when creating partnerships that money doesn't necessarily make the world go round. You need money, but there's other safer ways for you to raise money from grants, from um, loans are even much better. Although, you know, they come with their own issues. However, you know, there are more better ways that are patient with an entrepreneur as they still need incubation because I cannot stress how detrimental it is for an entrepreneur to get the wrong kind of capital it will completely destroy the idea it will completely destroy the business and they will lose themselves in the process so I say to entrepreneurs that contracts are very important sometimes you get a good investor and that happens however they are more the better ways the better ways that come with training as well that you can take up thank you there you have it folks thank you very much for listening thank you very much for tuning in and kudzi thank you very much for sharing your story thank you very much for giving warning to some unsuspecting uh, entrepreneurs that are coming up and get so excited when they hear somebody saying they want to invest in their businesses thank you very much for talking about funding which is something so many um, upcoming business people say is very elusive Ah, uh, I am so, so excited by the growth that we are having. And until next week, let's keep loving each other. Let's keep spreading the word. Let's keep liking these pages. Let's keep the conversation going on our social media pages. Let's keep 
growing this podcast because it is our podcast. Thank you very much for tuning in to I Am That Woman, The Business Story. Until next week, stay blessed. Thank you.